This podcast is brought to you by Afifima. Welcome to Thank God It's Monday with Tony Aliogen Rafael. Today, let's talk about love. As the drive for efficiency and organizational survival increasingly squeeze out our humanity, most workplaces are increasingly difficult. Some might say loveless places to work. In my line of work, I have counseled and coached people going through a lot of pain and struggle. Many are suffering from burnout, anxiety, depression, stress, and mental health issues as a result of the relentless drive for efficiency and constant organizational change. Beyond work, we know that suicide rates are rising, mental health problems are increasing, and there is a growth in self-harm among many young people. So it seems both timely and urgent to seek ways to counterbalance this. It could be time to make the bold claim that the answer lies in the central theme of the Bible, love. It is time to consider love as a core competence for the workplace. But what do we mean by that? Can we separate love from its connection with romance and sex and find ways of seeing and talking about love so that it can be a robust and pragmatic source of support for all employees as we navigate through tough times in our organizations and beyond. The Bible was right all along. It tells us that just as with everything, the chief motive behind our work is to serve others in love. In 1 Corinthians chapter 16, verse 14, it says, Let all that you do be done in love. And as part of the great commandment in Mark 12, 31, Jesus tells us to love our neighbors as ourselves. But what does it mean to love your neighbor at work? At first, this sounds overly sentimental and strange. Love at work is anything but strange. The essence of love is to have true goodwill towards the other person. A loving attitude towards another person is to want and to seek his or her benefit. One of the things it means to love others at work is to have the best interest of those you work with at heart. If you are a teacher, seek the good of your students. If you are a manager, seek the good of your employees. If you are a consultant, seek the good of your clients. Love expresses itself in action. We should look to apply it in the specific context in which we find ourselves. In our jobs, there are three particular things that we can do to love our neighbors. These are essentially suited to the nature of workplace, where we need to care about making sure we serve others in a way that also brings value to our organization. This is the point of business, after all. As Tim Sanders lays out in his excellent book, Love is the Killer App, the three ways to show love in the workplace are to, number one, share your knowledge, number two, share your network, Number three, share your compassion. In other words, as Sanders summarizes, offer your wisdom freely, give away your address book to everyone who wants it, and always be human. I'll be back shortly after the break. Afifima is a deluxe fashion brand for today's woman. We aim to become a global fashion brand of class, femininity, and sophistication with the ultimate goal of making women of all ages look and feel ageless. 
Visit us today at www.afifima.com. Welcome back. Let's talk about sharing your knowledge. God intends for learning to be a lifelong pursuit. We are to continually be growing in our knowledge of Him, the world, and our jobs. As you grow in your knowledge of your industry and job, be on the lookout to share the things that you have learned with others. Many people have passion and great intention, but are stuck because of something they simply don't know. When you see a need like that, take action. Share what you know so that the person can apply it to his or her own situation. Become like a walking encyclopedia who is able to provide insight at a moment's notice when needed. Share your network. Networking is a key component to effectiveness in most jobs today. Our jobs are not just about dialing in to get solo tasks done, but about working with people. We need to develop relationships throughout our organization and across our industries. The key to building an effective network is, interestingly, generosity. This means that the network jerk who is just out for what he can get from others is going to get nowhere. True networking is about finding ways you can give. And one of the best things you can give to another person might be a recommendation or an introduction to someone they might especially benefit from meeting. Since the world of work is about working with people, we need to be on the lookout to share not just our knowledge, but also the other people we know. Share your compassion. You may have met some people who appear to have been trained never to smile. They come across as very professional and also highly unlikable. The notion that we somehow build value in the world of work by creating distance between ourselves and others, as though it somehow showcases our professionalism and greatness, is completely backwards. Business is human. So be human at work. Show interest, concern, empathy, warmth, care, and love to those whom you interact with at work. The interesting thing about these three things, sharing your knowledge, networking, and showing compassion to everyone that you can, is that by doing so, you aren't simply serving and building up other people. You are also taking the path to greatest effectiveness and productivity. This is because the chief principle behind these three things is simply this, generosity. Generosity builds trust. And trust is at the heart of any effective organization and workplace. Lots of thinkers have shown this from the evidence of common grace. But they are simply discovering what we have already learned from scriptures. As Proverbs 11.25 says, and I quote, Whoever brings blessing would be enriched, and one who waters will himself be watered. End of quote. Our work will not be without suffering. It will have ups and downs. But scriptures do not separate our work life from our faith. We often separate the two, as do love and generosity apply only in our personal life while the me-first mentality applies at work. Instead, generosity, that is, love, is the biblical ethic for our personal and work life. Some of the best ways to be generous at work are to always be on the lookout to share what you know connect people with who you know 
and always be human. Here's my final word. Change is constant and change creates disruption, which means that we often feel unsafe. When we feel unsafe, we can feel fear, an emotional state that doesn't allow for creativity and free expression or for emotional connection and openness to others. Yet, this is exactly what we need in these disruptive times. Love helps us to feel safe and create the condition for health and well-being, flourishing and growth. It might feel risky to take a stand for love, but how can we not? God bless you. Thank you for being here today. And I pray that your week ahead will be very rewarding and fruitful. See you next week. Thanks to the Institute for Faith, Work and Economics for some of today's content.